Welcome listeners to Radio Freestyle Talks. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm one of the new guys here. My name is Jeremiah. We are here live in the Coosdam Park, home of the New York Patriots football organization. And I'm here with May Man himself, Mr. Patterson. How you doing, coach? I'm doing well. Can't complain. All right. Um, as you know, like, I'm actually here, you know, um, I'm just looking at a local team from, like, the little Bronx area. And I ran across this team, seeing that my um, friend, my friend Chris, he was able to set this all up, you know, major shout out to him. Um, I want to thank you for taking your time out and meeting so we could talk about it. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. So let's let's um let's dive right into it. Um tell us how you got started and um tell me about yourself personally growing up in the Bronx and tell me how you got started in semi perfect. Ah, well I'm not from the Bronx actually. I wow. grew up in Princeton, New Jersey. Okay. Um my dad actually played professional football for Washington Redskins. Okay. Uh, I ended up going to Lafayette College, okay. played football at Lafayette College, which is division it was one double A back then, now okay. it's F C S. Yeah. And I ended up going to law school here in New York City. I got my master's in education, and I teach. I'm a New York City teacher, though. So one What's of my friends. Teach? I teach at PSMS 31, right? Literally four blocks in the opposite direction. And uh, I, I'm a dean of students for sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, and I teach uh, regents level seventh grade, and eighth grade social. Okay, and how did you get to some people? That's a good question. Um, I, I saw a website, uh, the New York Bandits, which was a the Bronx team that is uh, the most well-known. Um, I applied for a marketing position, and they were looking for people to do like sponsors and stuff like that to go out and find sponsors and you know just get into the community or what have you. So I figured it was a good way to network and things like that. And I had an interest in football, so after going to a practice, I was like, oh, this is you know it's pretty cool. I've never heard of semi-pro football before growing up in New Jersey. I hadn't heard of it before, so my now one of my best friends, Bill Batson, um, he owned the New York Bandits, and from then I joined the staff, became a uh, defensive assistant, and just a couple years later, two years later, I, we won a championship in 2008, uh, the EFA championship, which is uh, nationally recognized they have a championship, and then from there, we just had such a big roster on the Bandits that um, we actually started a second team, and the second team be, became my start in ownership of a football team. We're talking, since we're talking about ownership, like, tell me like, what's it like being an owner? You know, you're talking to a whole bunch of young dudes who probably have a football journey that you know ended in college or ended after high school. So tell me, like, as an ownership, like, what are some of the functions that you do as an owner? Well, as an owner of a semi-pro football team, you pretty much own the bills and pretty much nothing else. So there's, there's not really a generation of revenue. Uh, me and my wife, we own the team, and we actually own the Pioneer Football League as well. And we use it as our way of giving back to the community. Um, it's not something that's a, it's a non-profit, it's a 501c3, so we do have you know, sponsors that raise money or what have you, but the, the, the Department of Education pays my bills, and my wife is a, an attorney, and uh, you know her clients are on the uh, legal end pay her bills or what have you. So for us, it's just a way to give back to, give to the community, um, get involved in, in, a, in a civic activity and keep young men and young women off the streets. Okay, um, when I was looking at the um, website, I also see that you guys also go for a youth division. Can you please elaborate on that? Yes, we have a bunch of youth programs that are affiliated with us through the Pioneer Football League, uh, all throughout the Bronx, Five Boroughs, North Jersey, Long Island. 
Uh, we've been doing different events. We've coordinated with um, high schools. So some PSAL high schools, like uh, Lehman High School, uh, yeah, but, um, Truman High School, uh, are among some of the uh, high schools that we've worked with that are affiliates of the Pioneer Football League. We actually also signed on, it's pretty funny to say, Fordham University and Columbia University are uh, by contract uh, PFL affiliates, which means that the Pioneer experience, you know, so it's bigger Pioneer Football Incorporated, is really about having one database and one pool of collab that are getting the best or getting the information and getting resources out to everybody in the community that does football or sports related activities. Because we work with women's basketball at Fordham University. You know, you'll see us at, at all types of events, regardless of the sport. If it's wrestling on the youth end or, you know, whatever it is, you know, we'll, we'll be there and, and support it. So if you go to the Pioneer website or if you're interested in being a Pioneer affiliate, whether you're a track team, baseball team, we had a women's soccer team that, you know, we were following for a while. It's just about, again, giving young men and young women uh, athletic events, keeping child obesity and the obesity epidemic down and uh, giving them access to uh, programs. Are you looking into like, venturing into other sports, um, seeing that the PFL was able to reach the heights that it do? Are you looking into integrating into football, basketball, so you could generate a larger market, or you're just solely just concentrating on football based off of your, you know, your childhood dreams, seeing that your father played in the NFL and all that. Like, so do you see yourself like saying, you know what, let's just make this into a whole athletic league. Let's, instead of just doing just football, let's, 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 let's do basketball. Right. Well, yeah, the, the Bronx Colts and actually the Bronx Buccaneers as well have participated in a bunch of basketball-related events. Uh, Coach Free and the Bronx Colts uh, have played football, uh, basketball at Madison Square Garden at Barclays Center. We've done a lot of dynamic, you know, great activities with college basketball events uh, as well as uh, WNBA events uh, as well. Uh, NBA events, the New York Knicks and such. So anybody who's willing to work with us, we, we welcome with open arms. And, and it's not like we charge an admission fee or a, or a membership fee. It's just that, hey, look, if you have a vendor that you use that gives a, you know, kids an opportunity to have access to something, you put that on the table and then, you know, you could take something off the table if you need, you know, a, a vendor for socks or uh, you need a vendor for helmets or something like that. So, again, you know, we get tickets to Jets camp, Jets games, you know, we'll offer that to the kids. Coach Free is absolutely awesome about uh, Yankee tickets. It's, you know, his operation is right next to Yankee Stadium, very close with the New York Yankees. So our kids, you know, not just Bronx Colt kids, but kids throughout Pioneer, he invites with open arms to go into Yankee Stadium and watch the Yankees or go see the Pinstripe Bowl, which is an amazing event. Uh, once a year around Christmas time where the kids run on the football field with some college football players go through drills and you know, just celebrate everything that's great about sports. Um, you also said in um, one of my previous questions that part of your ownership is on um, a student expense. Um, can you give me a rundown of like how long is the season, what they do in the off season and stuff like that? Well to me the season really never ends and my wife will definitely attest to that. Uh, we play football 10 out of 12 months on some type of level, uh, whether it be flag football, full contact football, uh, little guys, big guys, or anything in between. So for the Patriots especially, which is the focus on our discussion, uh, the Patriots were, is a very dynamic program that grew out of my other semi-pro teams and what have you. 
And for this particular product, which I'm very proud of, it was more about the experience, the, the football experience, which you get in college. So for us, we try to mirror what it's like to play in a you know, Division two or Division three college. Get some travel, hop on the bus, get you know, different events, functions, and stuff like that. So for us, um, we start camp April 2nd. Uh, we have a 14-game schedule. 12 of those games are in the United States. Uh, eight of those games are on the road. I think four of them are in the Bronx or somewhere close. Out of those eight games, we're in you know, all over the New England region, uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, all the way up. And then two games, uh, we're actually the only team that I know of that actually plays in Canada and plays Canadian rules. So it will be in Quebec, July 28th, in Ontario, the following week, playing Canadian rules against the Niagara Regional Raiders uh, out of the St. Catharines area by Niagara Falls. And uh, the Quebec team is in, I can't even pronounce it, Three Rivers, Trey Rivieras, and um, Quebec up in uh, uh, Quebec, Canada, the, uh, the game the team is the uh, Phoenix. Okay, you said um, something about, you know, you guys play based off of the uh, Canadian rules. So, like, does that change, like, the way you guys practice due to those rules? Because, you know, I know Canadian rules, like, you know, usually the backs and receivers run out the field and run the staff. Twelve guys on the field, yeah. a larger neutral zone, uh, forward motion, three downs, larger field, uh, all kicks are live. There's a bunch of different rules. And again, this made the perfect team to do that with because these guys really understand that the game of football is a thinking man's game. You know, the, the old adage, the stereotypes of football players being dumb, you know, really big, you know, dumb jocks is really just crazy notion because during the course of the 14 game season, we would have played NFL rules, college rules, modified rules, uh, like a hybrid between college and pro, federation rules, and Canadian rules. So we play five different sets of rules at a minimum during the course of a year. So it requires our, our the player that we're looking for, younger player, willing to listen, open ears to, you know, and, and understanding that the rules of the game and, and the, the history of the game is something you need to learn and understand and respect. And for these, uh international trips, if I may say. Um, does that come out of any expense of the players? Because I understand that, like, you know, traveling, even for my team, for an example, traveling to, like, to, to the Bronx, I mean, it, 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 it came out of our feet. So do you charge for players any type of fee or restitution for these events? We are a pay-to-play program, so all of our players do pay fees. Uh, for us, it's a lot easier because we have 53 guys that all pay an equal amount, you know, regardless of if you score touchdowns or you know hardly see the field much, you pay the same amount, uh, which diffuses the cost. How we get it done for as cheap as we get it done, I still do not know, and uh, a lot of people think I'm crazy for it. We charge $350, and that $350 covers 14 games, including two games in Canada, plus trips to nine of the games, and hotel for two of the games. So as you're doing the math on that, it really doesn't add up. So, which is why my wife just rolls her eyes every time I tell her that uh, you know, we're taking another trip. And um, so you guys are affiliated with any league, or you guys are independent as of now? Patriots are a independent team. Um, it allows us to our, our focus in terms of the schedule. I made the schedule for Patriots. It's really about the experience, and I couldn't get that out of any particular league. 
So when you look through and you go to the website, pioneer-league.com backslash NYPatriots, um, you'll see, like, the, the teams that we play, it's hard to see a pattern because I want them to have a sample of different types of teams. So they'll play like a local team that gives them that local rivalry that, oh, you know, these are the guys that I might see when I'm at work or at school or what have you, and I'll be able to talk some trash with them. But, hey, I also get to go up to Portland, Maine, and play the Maine Wolverines, who we played two consecutive years. Great bunch of guys, playing a beautiful multi-million dollar facility. Uh, get to have a, a twin lobster dinner to, you know, for next to nothing, and take a road trip, a bus ride for five, you know, five six hours, and with, with some of the guys that I'll call lifelong friends. And these guys who start out as teammates end up, you know, having kids and they're you know, each other's godparents, and they go to each other's, you know, baby showers and christenings, and then, you know, well, hopefully before weddings before the baby shower but you know sometimes it's happening where you know different life events you know things happen and they lean on each other they have a parent that you know dies or something like that they're at you know each other's family members funerals and things like that they're a great support system for one another and those road trips is where that bonding happens um, i also have junior colleges on the schedule or college affiliated club teams so they get to go on a college campus and see what you know talk to college students that are playing intramural football, guys that are on junior college teams that are trying to make their way into FCS or FBS. So for on the topic of uh, college, um, is there any guys in particular that you're able, through your program, you were able to send to college? Through the Pioneer League, we've had a bunch of guys go into colleges, whether it be before or after. There, there are, uh, golly, uh, ASA, junior college when they started out uh, our previous program the New York Spartans placed 16 kids on their roster in year one and from there we've always been dedicated on putting guys in schools uh, SUNY Morrisville we had a guy uh, just uh, get accepted to SUNY Morrisville we've had most, a lot of D2s a lot of D3s um, do we have any D1s offhand I'm, I'm thinking no not this year uh, we have had guys that have gone through the Pioneer League that uh, have ended up playing overseas professional football. We have one young man that ended up playing professional, actually one young man that ended up playing professional football in uh, Barcelona and another one that ended up playing somewhere uh, in Eastern Europe or something like that. But again, just a guy getting paid to play football and seeing the world, pretty amazing experience. Uh, did you ever have that opportunity uh, yourself to... Uh travel the world and um, because the opportunity that you're giving these young men is great. So my, my question is like were you able to able to have that yourself or after college you kinda knew like you know my career is around? Well I got hurt in college. I had two herniated discs so I was unable to take it to the next level anyhow. Um, my passion especially as a social studies teacher I teach American history. So my travel my passion for travel is more in the United States more than you know, worldwide scope. So, um, although I do, you know, do travel outside the United States, especially, you know, Canada, although Canada is closer than the last spots in the United States. Um, again, I, my son, who is five years old, uh, he's been to 27 different states and two Canadian provinces. So, I do a lot of traveling. I have a passion for travel, especially um, across this great country. And I like to take people with me. And if I can see a football game and play a football game in the 
in the course of it, it's a bonus. So I'm not sure if my hobby is football or my hobby is traveling. But the two, when they mix up with each other, it's actually a pretty cool experience. All right. I have a final question for you. My, my final question is for you. Is, um, obviously, you guys, I'm pretty sure you've heard of the um, Triborough Football League and all those other I had a team in the Triborough Football League. Yeah. I still support the Triborough Football League. Okay. And one of my uh, former players, who also coaches one of my teams, is the commissioner of the Triborough Football League. Oh, that's, that's pretty dope. Um, my question is, what, in your opinion, makes your league, the Pioneer Football League, different than the Triborough? Uh, they're two separate ent entities, and they serve two separate purposes. The champion of the Triborough Football League is a former Pioneer program. Uh, the, the teams that populated the Triborough Football League since its inception, some of their top programs, both on and off the field, have been pioneer programs. So for us, it was about getting those programs an opportunity to have some success and compete against like-minded programs and similarly situated programs, whereas in the MLF, or if you go uh, what used to be the five star, or you go to some of these other triple A level leagues where you're at the top echelon of competition. If you're playing teams that you have, if you make a mistake, it's going to be a fatal mistake. If you make a mistake, the other team is taken into the house and they're going to embarrass you pretty bad. Not many teams, especially, uh, I hate to say it, but this new generation is a, a instant gratification generation. They don't like to go through struggle. They don't like to go through tough times. They, Their heroes go to teams that are loaded teams, and that's what they want to do. So instead of sticking with their particular team and going through a one-win season or a two-win season, they want to go to the team that's winning already. So what the Pioneer did was, hey, all these programs that if they were to go into those AAA leagues, they would be, you know, they'd have to go through some 50 something to nothing losses and they wouldn't be able to grow. So it's kind of like a, uh, an incubator of football teams. And, you know, between the Patriots and the Pharaohs and the Bobcats, some of the other teams that gone through the Pioneer League, the Colts, we often refer, like other teams, especially love, love to refer to us as the daycare. You know, we're the daycare of football. And the kids in the daycare, they got some rings behind them. And, it's growing every single year. So let's talk about briefly um, this upcoming season. Um, obviously, you guys started off hot. One of your first three games, I believe? Four games. First, 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 four, games. first four games. Yeah. And I believe you guys had a game this past weekend. How did that go? It, it was an absolute disaster. We had a, a <laughs> One of the things that happens when you travel 5,000 miles is that uh, you occasionally have an issue. Our issue this week was the bus. So although... <laughs> We uh, ended up going to the bus at 10 a.m. for a 4 p.m. kickoff in Bennington, Vermont. Uh, the bus ended up breaking down literally in the area. Our backup bus had a failure. The backup to the backup bus was in Staten Island and couldn't get over. So by the time we actually left the Bronx, it was too late because the field didn't have lights. So our game this week was actually canceled. Um, in semi-pro football in general, you end up having cancellations or postponements or what have you. And our schedule moves around a little bit. Um, that's why year to year, if we have a team, again, freak things happen and you know, that's what it is. But in leagues, if you have a team that folds or a team that just the players quit because of just not wanting to go through struggle, um, you go through these type of frustrations and what have you. The benefit for us is 
for every game that's canceled or taken off the schedule, the team, you know, our, our teams are pretty reliable and we have a good relationship with them. So we don't have a lot of cancellations or teams that postpone on us. Thank heaven. But uh, if we do run into that situation, we can just reschedule something on the back end and make it up to our guys, which is something that you can't do in a league. Yeah. So finally, um, when's your next game? We are Saturday right here at uh, Bakun's Dam Park at 6.30 p.m. against the Boston Panthers. Okay. Should be a should be a good test. Uh, yeah. They have size. They, they they are young and they have size. Um, it looks like we have a little bit of speed on them, but um, again, it, there's stuff that you can see in the film, but until you see the team, you know, in real life, it, uh, it it's it's always hard to tell. That's the other real challenge for us is that a lot of the teams that we face we haven't seen before, and some of the teams like the junior college teams or whatever, they have a high turnover in the roster. So when we see them, we're usually seeing them for the first time, either in the history of the program or for, you know, that particular season. So that we get whatever film we can and adjust the best that we can. But again, during uh, during games, and we're talking about, you know, what we see in the first quarter, we're constantly making adjustments based on what we're seeing because there's not – it's not a team that you play twice a year like you would in the NFL or a team that you see every single year like you do in college football. Let's say if I'm a, if I'm a young, young man in the Bronx trying to revive his football career, um, where can we find you guys? You can find us here at McCombs Dam Park every Monday and Wednesday from 7 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Those are our practice times. Uh, if you like to play in Canada, you need either a passport or an enhanced driver's license. Or if you're military, we love military. We love our military. Our military guys with a military ID can cross the border with no issues. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's definitely not your typical semi-pro problems yeah. having to get your guys passports and go keep border crossings. Yeah, I mean that's how we be. Um, do you guys have any social media? You know, we live in an age of social media. Absolutely, we are on Instagram and we are on Facebook uh, under Pioneer League. Uh, all the links are on our website, pioneer-league.com. You'll see on the left side all of our links to all of our social media. We have weekly highlights. We have uh, you can check out all of our film on our YouTube channel. We do a lot of filming. We have an awesome staff. Um, that's one of the things that's really a benefit for us is that, as you can see right now, I'm, I'm spending some time in the bleachers with you, and I have one, two, three, four. I think we're missing a couple people, but I have four coaches and. I actually have two general managers that are missing. A general manager on the side, and everything is still running the way that it's supposed to work. And not many, like when you have the team, especially in semi-pro with the one guy doing it all, who's juggling this and that or whatever, here, you're gonna get coached, you're gonna get better. Uh, we try to get everybody on the field. It's not youth football, where you, you know everybody has a certain amount of plays, but if I'm taking you six hours to play, I'm telling my coaches, you better put this kid into shape to get on this football field. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having us. Um, thank you for your time. And um, it's been a pleasure to you know, sit down and talk to you. Pleasure's been good. And that's and that's how you, that's how you have it, folks. Um, you were listening to Radio Free South Park. My name is Jeremiah Claremont, along with David Patterson, signing out.